Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your girl, Tina Marie, and welcome to the first episode of Faith Talks, the podcast. Okay, so the very first episode, I did it a little different. I did an interview a couple months ago with actress, CEO, entrepreneur, Denise Boutte. She interviewed me and we talked about my journey. So we talked about the highs, the lows, the good, the bad, all of it. So I wanted to share that with you as my introductory episode of Faith Talks. Stay tuned. I hope you enjoy it. I also want to give a special shout out to my brother-in-law. Today's his birthday. Happy birthday, Keith. I love you much. But Miss Tina, if you are there, if you could please just call in because I would love for people to hear your story from the source and um, just get excited. Get excited about you and your brands and where you're going and the wonderful things that you have in the queue because you are Definitely a, a very exceptional human being with a beautiful spirit and, and lots of love to give. So um, definitely excited to have you on. And I will let you in. Ah, and there you are. Hold on one second. You guys are in for a treat. Hey, how are you? Can you hear me? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm, so you really said everything I was going to say, so we might as well close the live out now. <laughs> <laughs> Tina, I'm sorry. I I got so inspired. Mm -mm. I got so inspired by you. And look, nobody can put into words your journey the <laughs> way that you can. But I mean, I'm just, this is what this platform is for. Mm -hmm. And you are a true testament to that. Um, We've worked together two times. Yes. This was the second time or the third? Second. Girl, God dog it. I feel like you family now. Okay, so the second time that we uh -huh. worked together, but the first time I didn't get all that much um, time with you right. because I was kind of a quick in and out. So I didn't get a mm -hmm. lot of time on set with you. Mm -hmm. right. But this time we had an opportunity, you know, and of course you had to help me out because your girl was really emotional <laughs> or whatever in the character and, uh -huh. you know, as, as self or whatever. And, you were just that beautiful, positive spirit that always showed up right on time. And it wasn't until after we were done that I realized that you gave so much of yourself and you weren't asking for something in return. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're one of those people, you're so so um, giving of yourself. And we had talked about you not basically depleting your tank trying to take care of others Given everything just that human being my god just an exceptional spirit mm -hmm. exceptional heart concern for others mm -hmm. and that could be a very very positive thing for other people but sometimes can be a little hard for you absolutely you know Absolutely. So let me shut the hell up right now. Anyway, everybody, look, this is Miss Tina Marie. I was laughing earlier saying not the Rick James kind, but mm -hmm. Tina Marie. And pronounce your uh, last name for me, Tina. It's Telia Farrell. Telia Farrell. Yes. Now, that ain't no black people last name. It's Italian. It's Italian. <laughs> and my sister is in here. Telia Farrell made, yes. Oh, yes, my. Okay, that's Mr. Trina right there. Yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah. So if you could just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you come from, how many brothers and sisters you got, because Lord knows this a lot. And yeah. then we're going to go ahead and transition into where you were and then where you are now. So just give okay. us a little insight as to who is Miss Tina Marie? Who is Miss Tina Marie? I am a sister, a daughter. I'm an auntie. I am a um, introverted extrovert. I am a woman of God. I am a CEO. I am a faith walker. Um, I was born in Gary, Indiana. Guess where Michael Jackson is from? Um, everybody asks that. Um, that's where <laughs> I was born and raised. And that's actually where I got my foundation, my work ethic. My parents um, were both entrepreneurs. Um, that's all we knew is, is work, 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 work. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm 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 Tina. I'm simple. Um um I love to love. I am a hard worker. I love to serve. Um I love yeah. I'm yeah. Tina. That Plain is simple. And how many brothers and sisters? Okay, so I have it's I gotta count them. I have I know, it's, it's, I know. That's why I'm asking you. Uh-huh, you got a lot. 
It's, Mom and Daddy were busy. They were. They were. It's it's a total of seven of us, but um, it's it's five of us from my parents. Um, I have a twin, uh, Trina. She's on. She supports me. Supports me in everything. I have two other brothers and sisters. They're also twins. Daryl and Daria. He's a pastor. She is a um, an artist. Um, I have an older sister named Dawn. She's um, in the health field. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Got it. You guys cover all the bases, honey. We do. And we're, we're all around the world. I'm in L.A. Uh, Trina's in Atlanta. My Atlanta. brother's in Indiana. Yeah, we're at, my sister's in Vegas. We're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you guys have a, a really, you know, close-knit type relationship. Even though you are everywhere. When we did have lunch, your phone was blowing up. <laughs> Because <laughs> even though there's a whole lot of you guys out there, whatever, you guys are really supportive um, of each other. And I love that. I love that. Yeah. I'm from, from Louisiana, and it's always family first. Always yeah, family it is. First. It is, no matter what. And actually, we, um, we've always been close, but I feel like um, my father recently passed a couple years ago, and miraculously, like, our bond has, has strengthened. Like, we're so oh, close. Sure. We have... Um, if, if not weekly calls, we have maybe bi-weekly calls or monthly calls, but we're constantly texting each other, just checking oh, yeah. in. Um, my brother does a lot of traveling. So no matter what, Hey, uh, sis, sisters, I'm, uh, I'm on the plane. I just landed just to make sure that we know what's going on with each other. So right. I'm, I'm very appreciative to that. Right. Yeah. Because life happens, you know, Absolutely. life happens. People forgive. We get so involved or whatever in the day to day, you know, that that sometimes we let that slip by. So that is mm -hmm. uh, us pretty inspirational unto itself, because I look, I got one brother and sometimes he's like, dude, where you at? Like, what's, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? You know, yeah. we can get so and again, you're an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we're responsible for making our own things happen. We're not reporting to Listen. a nine to five. So we have to be very self-motivated. Absolutely. You know, and it's it's easy to kind of put sometimes folks on the back burner when you're doing that, when you're in the zone, and you're focused and just trying to make those dreams come true. You know, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So um, your journey here, you actually very slowly migrated on to the West. So you basically mm -hmm. went to Texas. Right. Then you went to what is it? Uh, Arizona. Arizona. Uh -huh. And then you made it to Los Angeles. Now, what the yes. heck were you doing? Like, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> you did it in along the way but you did it really quickly because what was it you've been here since what 2018 2018 yeah uh june may or june of 2018 yeah okay when i saw that i was like oh my god would you have been able to accomplish in that amount yeah. of years i mean dude covid hit like yeah a year almost after immediately mm -hmm. almost immediately yeah it's it's crazy it's crazy and and actually the the movement thing a lot of people tell me what are you running from what are you running from i'm not running from anything mm -mm. um i learned early on about faith um and just just really just doing what god says doing and then you were, you were talking earlier about how you don't hear the audible it's not an audible it's really you feel something in your spirit you just something told me what a lot of people say um and it started when i was in indiana i was sitting in my bedroom talking to one of my friends and um i was going through something then and then i just really in my spirit heard god clear as they say move to texas mm -hmm. and i'm like what are you talking about like i'm not moving to texas i know one person there i'm not gonna do it and then i heard it again i'm like okay so i text her i say hey um what are you doing i, I feel like i'm supposed to move to texas she said come on wow. so i said okay cool um, I thought I had a job out there, didn't have a job out there. So I said, okay, cool. I was out there for 11 years. That's where I learned. Um, really, really, I had a relationship with God, but that's when I learned to know him for myself in yeah. Texas, like have a, a real relationship. Like it's only me and you right now. Um, so I was there for 11 years. And then again, I, I heard that the spirit say, okay, it's time to move again. So I'm like, yeah, where are we going? Because I know, I knew that if God moved me from Indiana to Dallas and took care of me, that if I moved to Phoenix, he would still take care of me. Yeah. So the same situation caught a, uh, one of my cousin friends and uh, she was like, yeah, come on. Had no job. I packed up my little, um, I think I had a, a Cavalier at the time, packed up my Cavalier and came out here. I was like, okay. Wow. Okay. Um, wow. Stayed out there for seven. That's where I... Um, fell in love with photography that's where i fell in love with graphic design 
Um, and then God was like, all right, time to go to LA. I said, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I said, daddy, wait a minute. Um, you mean Los like Angeles? Come on now. You right. Yes. Oh my gosh. So I think I had like, I don't know, $500 in my bank account. I was like, I called one of my friends from LA. I said, um, she said, Tina, you really need to have at least five or five to eight grand in your, in your savings account <laughs> to be ready. I said, okay. Okay. Let me see. One, two, three. Yeah. That's my $5,000. <laughs> okay. But then God said, go and I'm going to take care of you. So I said, okay. Okay. Um, so again, I got in my car. Now this time I, I didn't have a place to live. I didn't have a job. So as I was leaving out, I got a call from somebody that said, Hey, there's a transitional house that you can stay in for a while. Um, just come on. So I said, okay, cool. So I'm, I'm driving. I'm like, okay, God, I don't know what we doing. Because at this point, it's we. I don't know what we're doing, but I need you to handle it, period. You're the one that told me to come to Los Angeles, so I need you to handle it. So um, I got here. I stayed in the transitional house for like, I don't know, it had to be at least a month. And then the person said, yeah, you know what? I don't think this is working out. Mm. I said, okay. No, but you're saying a transitional house. Exactly what is that? So th this house was supposed to be um, a house that housed um, women that were dealing with domestic abuse. Now, that wasn't my story. Right. Um, I was just coming in to kind of help run the place. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So were, were you also living there? Like, was that a byproduct yes. of the job itself? Okay, so you were yes. working there and also were able to I was just living there. Stay. There was really no work. Oh. <laughs> there was no work. There, there was free work. There was teen. I need you to wash this house. I need you to make sure the house is good. So I said, okay. So cool, in, but in exchange for your living there or whatever you did, whatever they need yes. you to do, whatever odd jobs or whatever it is, they okay, got it, got it, got it. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. So they was like, Tina, we're, we're not going to be able to, um, this is not going to work out. I said, okay, cool. So the lady asked me, she was like, um, why are you here? I said, she was a believer too. I said, well, God told me to move to Los Angeles. So that's why I'm here. She said, you're not going to be able to get a job out here. You're not going to be, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how you're going to make it. I don't see how you're going to make it. I said, you show sure right. I said, no problem. That, that That's not a problem at all. So I ended up leaving there. And when I left there, I had, was no that rest. more motivation? That was motivation. Absolutely. When somebody tells motivation. me that I can't, I'm like, Oh, okay. I got you. <laughs> so. And you see, that's what people don't understand. A lot of times that's what fuels your fire. You yeah. don't really know what the next move is, but when somebody or whatever doubts you or doubts his yeah. calling or whatever, that's even more so it pushes you. Now, let me ask you something. Let's go ahead and backtrack. Okay. So when you got to Dallas, you had um, a, a friend, a past friend or whatever who encouraged you to go, you stayed with. What exactly did you do, you know, for money or whatever as a job while you were in Dallas? So um, initially, um, I, I, was, I was just looking for a job. Okay. And then I ended up getting a job in a call center. So I worked call Got center it. work until I left. Oh, wow. Um, so you did that for years. I did that for years. years. I worked for um, Countrywide Home Loans. I worked for Chase Bank. I worked for okay. Bank, of, Bank of America. So I was working in Got the it. banking field at that time. Not something I liked, but because I'll just work. So you I know really didn't care what it was. You know how to, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Um, working at McDonald's, working at Taco Bell. I didn't care. I just needed a, a, a couple greenbacks. Survival. Yes. Survival. Yeah. Yes. But you always knew in your spirit there was something more, but you didn't know what that more was. Then, no. Then I was just, I just knew that I, I heard God say it was time for me to leave. And I said, okay. So I didn't know at all that ultimately I would end up in LA. I had absolutely no clue. It's one little progression. Yeah. One yeah. I day. actually, because one thing that I do is I'll try one, I'll try something once. And if I like it, great. If I don't, oh, well, I, with the exception of food. Oh, of course. Everybody knows that. You're but. bad. Yeah. You're pretty bad. <laughs> well, we were both really bad, but you and that, that girl, you always had those candies in your pockets. That's why always. I was always like, can I have a Twizzler? <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Yes, yes. Um, but then it wasn't until I got to um, Arizona did I really start um, figuring out where my lane was um, in the creative zone. I knew I was creative. My mother was creative. She was um, into graphic design. She was into sewing, all of that stuff. So I kind of... Mom was that part of the influence. Yes. But you yes. had no idea that it had rubbed off on you. Absolutely none. Because I'm... I was one, like, I had to work. I, it, it had to be, be I had to have a, a constant check coming in. Mm -hmm. So I, um, I ended up um, going to Arizona, and that's where I fell in love with photography. Somebody asked me, I was going to church one day, and they said, hey, Tina, um, pastor told me that you're a photographer. Are you a photographer? I said, um, I can do it. This was for their wedding, their whole actual wedding. Oh, wow. Okay. And I said, I said, yeah, I can. That day, I went out and bought a camera. <laughs> Two weeks later, I did their engagement photos. Two weeks after that, or a month after that, I did their wedding photos. Now, they loved them, but they were trash to me now that I look at them. <laughs> well, in hindsight. Yeah, in hindsight, maybe. Yeah, that's oh the my case. Gosh. But in the I'm moment, sorry. hey. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, okay. So then um, I ended up reading this book called Year of Yes, where you say yes to everything that scares you. And so I was that's like, the no, Shonda Rhimes book you were yes. referring to? Okay, so yes. that, so I thought that was a, like a recent book. So what was it about that book? Why the heck did you even pick it up? Did somebody recommend it to you? I'm just trying to get a sense of how, you know, different little nuggets get placed in your path and you actually listen. You know yes. what I'm saying? Sometimes um, there's no rhyme or reason or whatever, but you get inspired. You kind of don't know why, but you actually take a leap of faith and you follow. Yeah. So yeah, what well, was it that, did somebody tell you about it? What? I, I believe somebody did tell me about it or I saw it on social media or something. And I was like, this seems like it's a good book. So I got the audible um, and I was like, man, she literally says yes to everything that scares her. And because I'm, I'm not going to say that I'm a, I was a scary person because I wasn't, um, but I was just somebody that kind of had to know what was next. But I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get anywhere unless I do say yes. Sometimes, like, I'm not going to meet people unless I go up. Hey, how you doing? My name is, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not, that's, that's not going to happen. So I said, you know what? For an entire year, I'm going to say yes to wow. everything that scares me. And that's exactly what I did. Um, hey, Tina, um, uh, can you be on this podcast? Um, yes. So wow. most times I want to say no, but because I promised myself that I'm going to say yes, and, and ultimately it pushes me to my next. Absolutely. So, so it, to me, it's a benefit in saying yes. It's yeah. a benefit in um, saying yes or hearing that still small voice in your spirit that says, um, so-and-so, I want you to do this. Yes, you don't know the f to full capacity of what it will, what, what the outcome will be. No idea. All you know is this is what something told me. This is what the Holy Spirit told me. This, this is what it is. So I'm going to yes. do it. Yes. And for me, he always comes through. Ob exactly. My sister said obedience. Obedience. And it's not, it's one thing to, to be to to obey but it's another thing to obey quickly hmm. so god wants us to obey quickly slow obedience is no obedience when you're not obeying god when you first hear him it's kind of like you're not trusting him you don't trust that he's going to take care of what he told you he was going to take care of hmm. so for me i'm like okay god yes because you never know what can come out of that situation yeah yeah, yeah. who you're going to meet Absolutely. You know, what little part of your personality is going to tingle that you didn't realize was there in the first place. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm too much of a perfectionist and structured and all. You saw my notes to actually, you know, deviate from what I can trust, what I know or whatever. I don't know tomorrow, but what? in my mind, you know, oh, look, Patricia. Patricia said, and be patient. Yes. Absolutely. That, that, that's key. That's, that's awesome. I'm sorry, that's also key because like sometimes we think, oh, if I say yes, then God's going to do it right away. No, that is not it. All God wants is our yes. 
And then in the interim, he's setting you up for what's coming. Like he's preparing you like in your yes, God is like, okay, like, let's say, for instance, um, God says, um, for me, I want you to move to Los Angeles. Now, I had no earthly clue I would meet Patricia Cuffey Jones. I had no clue I would meet Denise Boutet. I had no clue I would meet anybody. I'm just saying yes. And in the interim, God is connecting me with different people. God is placing me in situations homelessness, living in a film studio. That's where I met Patricia, living in a film studio where I was there. She walked in. I was in the back. I'm just on the computer. And I walked past. I said, okay, who is that? You're a quiet force, Tina. That's the thing mm. about you. You're a quiet force. You in there or whatever, and you doing your thing. You're not asking for accolades. You're not asking. Mm -hmm. You're moving again, even on set where, where the Lord sees that, that somebody needs help somebody needs a little backup whatever it is and again sometimes overextending yourself yeah. to go out and help someone else mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and, and that's a, when, again so you're in arizona you're taking you know <laughs> wedding photos you don't know how to take uh, <laughs> yeah they were pretty bad but, okay all that to say it probably was a hell of a lot better but i need for you to post one and went no i'm joking they're gonna be mad <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will post uh, where I started from and where I am. That's what I'll do. Okay, so maybe you do a before and after, okay? <laughs> but I don't know if they'll appreciate that. They might think that picture's real cute, though, Tina. I don't know. They loved it. They loved it. But... Okay, well, that's all that matters. So where, yes. I, where I'm from and where I am, you go ahead and post. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> So, okay, so you're out there, you're taking photos. I was going to say, well, you probably started off with landscape because it's so, like, beautiful. And I, I mean, hate it. It was, but it is such a beautiful, I mean, it, it's barren. There's, like, nothing there, which is kind of what California's turning into. Um, but Arizona is such a beautiful place. And only if you're looking at, you know, like, the sunsets and the landscape. It really Absolutely. is a beautiful place, okay? Absolutely. So, um, but you started with people. Yeah, I did start with people. Um, and so I, did that kind of engage you, like, with, you know, the human spirit? Because you're really vulnerable. Mm -hmm. When a person is on camera, I don't care if it's, you know, videography, if it's actual photo, you're very vulnerable. And you can see people in ways that you never saw them before. You right. know that. You're behind the camera. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you, do you think that that's what kind of started you gravitating toward that, behind that lens? progressing um, onto this one maybe so because although i i like taking pictures i don't like to be in front of the camera by no means. correct um like even this was um when i told you i was like uh well i'll, I'll do i'll do i was so nervous because i don't like I, I feel like other people should be in front of the camera but i'm learning that God is shifting me also from not only being behind the camera, but being in front of the camera. But I do think that that photography did help me inch over because the as human I was doing spirit, there's a connection there. Yes. There's definitely a connection there. So I could see that being a little, you know, one of the little nuggets or whatever. Here comes pastor, you know, recommending you for something. And that could have been the little nugget that he placed in your spirit that kind right. of opened itself up and manifest. If you look at your journey and the trajectory, mm -hmm. as they say, hindsight is twenty twenty. you'll yeah. see the little nuggets that he placed in your path. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And putting your spirit, that's, that's what you, you know, kind of reacted to, yeah. you know, yeah, if that absolutely. makes sense, how I'm explaining it. But okay, so you're in Arizona, mm -hmm. you get compelled to go to Los Angeles, right? Why? Crazy. Um, honestly, it's just because God said go. And I know that sounds so strange for people, but um, I just feel like, and I know who don't what like being in front of the camera. Well, I mean, you when I have my braids done, I do like being in front of the camera. But the that, braids that's are gorgeous, by the way. The braids <laughs> are gorgeous. Thank you. Um, lost my train of thought. No, see, brave, lose my train of so thought. You said the Lord told you, He told you to move to California. Now, mind you, unlike the times before where you had a friend or someone you knew that you could call and say, yeah. Hey, can I stay with you? You didn't have no safety net to come to California at all, 
at all. So um, the thing is, for me, now I've gotten to a point in my spiritual walk and where I am with God that I trust that when he tells me to do something, he's going to take care of it. Hmm. He's, he's obligated because he does not lie. Hmm. If God says, um, I'll never leave you or forsake you, he's not going to. He's not going to do any of that now. He did not say, Tina, go to, go to um, L.A. and your life is going to be roses. You're going to find a job immediately. You're going to find, find a, a place to live. He did not say that by no means. So I knew that it wasn't going to be as easy as people think it was. But for me, it was easy because I trust him. Right. Um, and did I go through? Absolutely. 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 I didn't even tell my, my family when I was staying in my car. <laughs> I ended up talking to my sister one day and uh, she was like, where are you at? It was like three o'clock in the morning. I was like, oh, oh, I'm in a car in front of Starbucks. She said, why? Hmm. I said, um, I don't have anywhere to sleep tonight. I said, but don't tell my other siblings. I said, don't tell them. Do you know, as soon as she got off the phone, I'm she called them. Girl, <laughs> she called them and that's what a good sister is supposed to do of course yes. she did yes yeah but i was i was like seriously i don't trust you no i'm not ever gonna tell you nothing else yeah but but she did tell um and i'm thankful for it because <laughs> <laughs> they rallied together to give me a hotel room <laughs> um yeah, even even yeah they rallied together to give me a hotel room. <laughs> but you see, again, that's what that's what family is supposed to do. So she rallied the troops, got you in a hotel room. So that was not long after, I guess, the lady was the, that gave you your motivation. You know, you had to yes. move on. So here you are. Now you're staying in your car. And what are you thinking? Like, are you out there pounding pavement trying to get a job? So are you praying for that something manifest what are you doing interestingly enough um the day that the lady was like yeah this is not gonna work out i got a call from a job they said hey um uh you interviewed with us like two days ago we want to offer you this position wow. i said okay cool no problem wow. but i and i started the next i think i started like two days later so I'm like, okay, cool. So one of my uh, friends, he got me a hotel room. I was like, oh, thank God. He had absolutely no clue. He was like, Tina, I just want to be a blessing because you've been a blessing to me, blah, 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 blah. Wow. I said, okay, cool. Thank you. So I stayed in the hotel room. Um, and then the day that I was supposed to check out, I started the job. So wow. I had everything in my car, went to work. Nobody knew a thing. Hey, how y'all doing? Good to meet you. Oh my God, it's so great to meet you. Um, when I got off work, I sat in the parking lot for four hours because I had nowhere else to go. I was like, okay, God, you got me this job, but now I don't have no place to live. Mm -hmm. What's up with that? Mm -hmm. um, and then I ended up um, staying in my car for like two or three days that time. Went to the gym, showered, then went to work. Um, went to the gym, showered, then went to work. Uh, parked in front of this uh, Starbucks by the airport because it was well lit. People were coming in and out. Um, and I, I felt safe. Wow. wow. I felt safe. Had no tent on, my, tent on my windows or anything. All I did was I got in that back seat, covered myself up, and I prayed, all right, God, protect me. Because you just never know what's out there or, or anything. So I just prayed and asked God to protect me. Um, and he did just that. And then I connected with um, somebody that I went to church with. And they said, hey, um, you can stay with us for a little while. Stay with them for a couple months. But then people, like, even though you're sometimes, if you're, if you're able to pay rent and you pay rent, um, people, you, you can't stay with people too long. That, yeah. that's, that's not, that ain't yeah. what that is. So they don't overstay your welcome. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I ended up staying with them for like a month and it was like, oh, it, you, you got to go because it was her and her husband. I'm like, look, your husband said I could, but I don't want them. Right. So I'm like, okay. Right. Um, well, and let me ask you this, you know, um, you're human. Mm -hmm. You broke. I mean, mm -hmm. at some point or another, you're like, why are you, 
why are you doing this? You know what I'm saying? We, 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 even though we're prayerful and we're faithful and, 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 you know, trying to take that walk or whatever, we all have a breaking point. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so what did you do in that moment to, um, to hold yourself steady? You know, what did, how did, how did you convince yourself that you were still on the right path, even though that path was not straight <laughs> at all? At all. Um, I, I don't, I think for me, I cried one time mm. and that's it. So I think um, after, like, after I got off work one day, I didn't have anywhere to go. I think I cried one time and I was like, um, God, you told me to move out here. I didn't tell me to move out here. I, at that time, I liked stability. Mm. <laughs> I said, but you told me to move out here. So I'm, I'm, I'm putting my hands up. And that's another reason why I didn't go home. My family, Tina, come yeah. home. Yes. My father was like, um, before my mother passed away, when I first moved to Dallas, I was getting on the Greyhound bus and I was crying. She was crying. She was like, Tina, babe, you don't have to leave. And remember, you can always come home. Hmm. And I said, I know, I know, I know. But I left because God told me to leave. So be the reason why I didn't, I stayed strong in, in what God told me was because he said to go and he said he would take care of me. Mm. Um, and I wasn't leaving until he, faith, I wasn't leaving until he told me to leave. That's the thing. My, my, come on team you can come home you you have your old your old room at home I said no because God didn't tell me to come home mm. was like, are you sick Tina you don't have anywhere to live it, may, it has no rhyme or reason I mean to other people oh, it makes no sense yes. and, and I mean honestly my parents saw I had lost my mind I mean <laughs> I remember I remember my mom and dad were just in shock or whatever and dude that U-Haul was already packed and loaded because we knew <laughs> they were trying to <laughs> you know yes. so I mean it's just but there's no there's no rhyme or reason you can't explain to people why you had the guts to do it or why you chose to as they would say slum it or whatever yes. in order to, to to go through with it so okay so you get here that mm -hmm. job um I remember you saying that one of your gigs allowed you to actually stay in the building so you were actually on the couch was that the same job so, um, yeah, so I, uh, when I'm, the place that I met Patricia at, wait, did I stay there before? Right. The place that I met Patricia at, I wasn't living there yet. Um, uh, I interviewed with Patricia. We connect. It, it, now, which, we'll explain who Patricia is. Do you want to explain okay. now? Because you hear, you're saying Patricia. I know Miss Patricia. And I feel but like everybody in the world should know Patricia. You, everybody okay. in the world should know Patricia, okay? But. Um, look, if they don't know that, they gonna know soon, okay? They gonna know today, yeah. But um, yeah. How did that come about? You're you're there. <laughs> you're in this new environment or whatever. Mm -hmm. You see this, you know, young woman coming in here who's you know getting her doing the damn thing, okay? Yes. yes. How do you guys actually cross paths and, and kind of start the dialogue? So um, just let me backtrack on how I got into script supervising. So I was sit. I was at um, my cousin's film studio, and Brenton Early, which is one of the producers there, he's a co-owner there. Um, amazing man of God. He um, let me come in there and do some editing, and he was like, uh, text me. He said, "Hey Tina, do you know what a script supervisor is?" <laughs> I got on my phone. I said, "What is a script supervisor?" It's okay. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I texted back. I said, "Yes, I do." Yes, I can. And he said, um, okay, I have this opportunity for you. Um, oh, um, if you're interested, I said, okay, cool. So I did my research and then I was a script supervisor on that gig. So fast forward to, um, fast forward to meeting Patricia. So Patricia came in, I was in there doing, doing something. Um, and um, she was looking for a script supervisor for her series, Stuck With You on All Black. Wow. Not a shameless plug, but a plug. Um, and 
yeah, Brenton was a game changer for my journey. Um, so um, Brenton, I guess, pitched my name. So I interviewed with Patricia. We talked. And it was really um, a God connection. It wasn't uncomfortable. It was literally like, I don't know. I, I feel like once we met, then um, we started going to lunch, started taking pictures. Like, mm -hmm. I, I just, I don't know where the, like, what I don't know. All I know is that God connected our hearts. He set it up. Yeah, that's all yeah. that is. You can't, you can't force things like that. No, right. no, no. Right, yeah. So um, I met and connected with Patricia. Um, and then I worked on her series. Um, and then after that, I think around that time, like during, during the time of the series, I was staying on um, one of my pastor's couches. <laughs> and I ended up um, moving out of there. And then I didn't have anywhere to go. And Brent was like, um, it's not much, but you can stay in the... Um, the 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 lobby area of the place ahead of door and everything so i said okay cool no problem and um i stayed there wow. and went to the gym showered left got my car repossessed there everything like anything you could think about all the bad you could think about but it wasn't bad to me because i still had somewhere to live i still had um someplace that i could call home where, where i felt safe um, my car got repossessed, but I um, still had the bus. Like, I literally wow. still have my bus card from when I was there. Wow. So, <laughs> Brenton was like, I just think, why, why don't you go home? And I was like, okay, that's, that's the cue. He tired of me being here, which, rightfully so, it's a business, Tina. What are you doing? It's a business. You can't expect people to just give, 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 give. <laughs> So I said, hey, no problem. So God set it up. And even in this, I feel like it was a a good God thing. Um, not that my father passed away, but but God knew that I was not just going to leave. Unless he said, Tina, time to go, sis. It's time to go. Um, but, but we, my family threw my father a surprise 90th birthday party. Mm -hmm. And we had been planning it for a year. So, um, I ended up going home for that. And then like a couple days later, a couple, about a week or so later, my sister, sister's call, sister called me and was like, hey, um, we have to take daddy to the emergency room. Mm. The doctor's saying that, that everybody needs to get home. Now we just saw him. He walked in this party. Hey, what's up? How y'all doing? You know, he walked in this party upright, just, just excited. Yeah. Um, 90 years. So we, we were excited about that. We had to celebrate that. Course. And, and then um, I ended up coming home and then he, I, I got the opportunity to let him see me. Hey, daddy, I love you. And after I got there, said I loved you, he never opened his eyes again. So I'm thankful for that opportunity. But, but that right there, um, when he passed, actually passed away, my siblings was like, hey, Tina, can you come home for a while and help us out? Hmm. Yeah. Did they really out. want you to help them out or were they trying to get you get you back? Um I think it was a combination of both. Yeah. But I was okay with it because I did not fail. Hmm. Um so I ended up going home and, and then Brent <laughs> Brent was like, Hey, don't you think you should go home and kinda so I was like, you know, okay God, okay God, I'm gonna go. Um so I ended up uh, going home and I stayed there for a little while. Now it was difficult, but it was um, the blessing in disguise that I needed. Yeah. So going home allowed me to um, get on my feet. It allowed me to spend time with my family, Fine. heal, yeah. heal yeah. Um, from grieving um, with, with, with the people that were feeling the exact same way that I was feeling. Mm -hmm. um, it allowed me to um, j just just really rest instead yeah. of giving, 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 giving. People were now pouring into me. Mm -hmm. um, so my sister got an amazing job opportunity. She was like, hey, you know what? Now that, that, that daddy's gone, um, I got this opportunity. What do you think? I said, Tr Trina, don't ask me what I think because I'm going to tell you. <laughs> <Go>. <laughs> 
<laughs> you need to go. If it scares you, damn it, do it. Yes. <laughs> if it so, so she she bamboozled me. She was like, "Hey, can you um, can you come down to uh, Atlanta with me for about two for about two weeks to help she me?" She bamboozled out? me. She bamboozled me. I said, yes, sis, I got you. I got you. So I ended up going to um, Atlanta with her, which was supposed to be two weeks. That two weeks came. Now, I didn't buy a ticket going home. She was like, um, can you stay a little while longer? Girl, I said, Trina was up to something. She was. She was. But I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll stay a little while longer. So wow. um, I ended up... Um, one of my uh, uh, girlfriends from, from back home was like, hey, I got this job opportunity for you. It's working with um, special needs adults, mm -hmm. um, staying there overnight, just kind of helping them, cooking for them, just being a caretaker for them. So I, I worked there for a little while. And then I heard God again say, all right, it's time to go. Now, mind you, during this time, I'm stacking my coins. I'm stacking my coins. Still didn't have a car, but I ended up um, hearing about a, a place to get a car from I got a car while I was living in Atlanta. I had only worked my job for like two months, got a car, uh -huh. and God was like, it's time. I'm like, okay, God, I don't have anywhere to go. What yes. are you saying to me? I said, exactly, once again. I said, if I go this time, you have to, you you got to. You got to show me where I got to live. So a girlfriend called me. She was like, Tina, I have no clue why I am calling you, but... um. I have this back house that is available, um, but it has to make sense. I said, okay, cool. Are you serious? Serious. I said, you pray about it. I'll pray about it. And if it's supposed to be, it will be. So she's someone that you knew like your first time around in Los Angeles? Yes. And she yes. had, did she know you were even coming back? Um, I, I posted it on social media. You posted that you were coming back. She obviously yeah. saw your post and offered you her back. Oh, my God. Okay. And you know what? Here's the deal, though. I would have just assumed you would have stayed in Atlanta. You know, Black Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? But you had a taste of being a script supervisor. Did you realize that that was something you were passionate about or not yet? Um, the first time I did, yeah. You did. You did. did. So you didn't did. try to say, you know what, I'm going to stay up in ATL and try to do the same thing. I don't no. like Atlanta. You didn't like Atlanta. <laughs> I don't like Atlanta. It, it's, for me, the people It would have been easier. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Atlanta would have been easier because your sister's there. You ain't got to go in nobody back house. Mm -hmm. You ain't got to survive in California, <laughs> you know. I, I paid $10 for gas. Like, you were just like, I got it. It feels good. It's comfortable, but yes. this is not where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I oh, wanted gosh. my sister to have, because she's never been. Um, and and Trina, I'm telling you, business, but twin sisters, <laughs> twin power. Um, but she's never been by herself, like living in a state by herself. When I lived in Dallas, she moved to Dallas with me, and oh, then when my gosh. mother passed away, she moved back home. She was like, I got to go. Yeah. So I said, cool. So so I didn't want to take second bedroom. She, my sister said the second bedroom is available. I'm not coming. I'm not Trina, coming. Stop it. Stop right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So I, I just. Mm -mm. Yeah. yeah. So okay. So you're here. Um. You met Patricia the first go round. You go. Your girl offers you the back house. She sees your post. Now what? So um, it was, I, I set a date to leave and I, I flew one of my friends down. I said, I need you to help me drive back to Arizona. Then I'm going to drive to LA. I hadn't heard back from her. And I was in a, in a bathroom. I was sitting, uh, standing on the, um, you know, on the countertop. I said, okay, God, here we go again. I said, if I'm supposed to, if I'm supposed to, um, move back to LA, then I need you to open this door. I need you to provide. But if I'm not, I am okay with it. But you, you got to make it happen because I'm not moving back to Indiana. That's that's not even an option at this point. So as soon as I I said, okay, God, I'm lifting my hands from it. My phone rang rang, 
And she said, hey, Tina, you know you're moving down here, right? And I Tina said, just gives me goosebumps. I'm serious. It just, it just. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, okay. And um, we talked about logistics. I uh, got off the phone. Now, this is the middle of COVID. I got off the phone. I said, That's okay, what I'm saying. Okay, so mm -hmm. this is, is this 2018? No, this is, this is. So um, I moved. So you came in 2018, 2018. you went back. So when, what, what I, year I, I, I went back in 2019. Okay. You were in Atlanta in 2019. Okay. Right. And then in 2020, um, I was in Atlanta. My sister moved in 20, Trina, you moved in 2020, right? Moved in 2020. 2020. Oh my God, Trina, you did? I mean, I'm saying Trina, Lord, have mercy. Trina, you see, I'm, you do I'm it. used to it. <laughs> Trina, all up in my spirit, too. Tina, okay. So you come out here during the height of COVID, everything's mm -hmm. shut down. Mm -hmm. Tina, nothing's, Hollywood is shut down, babe. Yeah, yeah. But, but again, because God said go, oh and he God. opened the door, and during COVID, my business, was was like it was it was booming because i work in graphic web and graphic design um churches were shut down so they needed flyers churches were shut down they needed new websites they needed everything so they needed, hey tina can you hey tina are you boom, boom 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 yeah See, i'm so. just thinking one track mind hence the reason why we have to have multiple streams of income yes. entertainers Yes. Unless you Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> you have to have a side hustle. Yes. I mean, that's all there is to it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. After a certain moment or whatever in your career, you may not. But that was the thing. Hollywood was shut down, but yes. you had already gotten got a taste of graphic design. You got your feet wet with photography. But now you're like, okay, I'm going to go there and I'm going to have this part or whatever, this part of my passion creatively manifest. Yes. Absolutely. And that's what you started. And that was the whole thing about COVID. You did one of two things. You got down and did the COVID 30 or whatever the hell they want to call it and just <laughs> like felt sorry for yourself. Uh -huh. Or you took that time to concentrate on focus on the things that you never yes. had time for when you were doing your nine to five. Yes, absolutely. Or you were sitting down and appreciating the quality time with your mate, or once it was over, got a divorce, because you were like, you know what, fool? <laughs> <laughs> you are really? not the person I married and I am out. Okay, right. right. Yes. <laughs> so we did one of two things, which was a very eye-opening and very, I mean, you had no choice. We were still. Yes. That's when he talks to us. Yes. When oh my gosh. Still. Yeah. And that's what I said when I had my daughter. I mean, that's a whole other story, but I when my dad passed away, I went right back to work. I went right back to Lynn and got to work. When I had my daughter, I had to be still. Mm. I had never mourned my dad's death. Mm. I just got right back on the horse or whatever, and mm. I had something else to occupy me in my time. I didn't have my moment until wow. he made me still with my daughter. Yeah. Like, you know, some How people are like, oh, it's postpartum. Oh, it's this. I, I don't know what you call postpartum. No, it was like something is not right. Some of that. And I was just broken because I'd never dealt with his loss. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. when he makes us still, he makes us calm. That's when you need to listen the hardest. That's right, when he's right. going to talk to you. If you got a quirk, if you got something negative, whatever it is that you got to deal with or focus on, he go he he coming in here. And you got to know you got to you got to figure out how to handle it and process. And what you said, I'm sorry, what you said was key. You have to listen. That's the listen. thing. A lot of times we want to, oh, oh, I have downtime. Let me talk to God. You can talk to him, but but also shut your mouth. Like shut literally. Your yeah there you like go. just calm down yes. and just listen and 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 he talked to us in our spirit but he talks to us through through the word of god that's why it's so key to read your word to to just have relationship yeah now yeah. i'm not 
and, and and you know what? That's the part that I'm not good at. I'm, I'll be honest with you or whatever. My daughter go to Baptist school and she always like, mommy, so the, you know, the song for today or whatever it is, I'm like, oh, okay, man, half the time I don't understand, girl. Thou art whatever it is. And I'm just like, that's not the new King James version. I don't know what you're talking about. But, <laughs> but that's the thing that I think that, that now there's so much noise and there's so much stuff out there or whatever. It is very, very important that we, quiet the room, have yeah. time to ourselves, and, mm -hmm. and just, again, let him talk. Let yeah. him talk. I like That's to talk. Way. Sometimes you just need to shut the hell up and let him talk, mm -hmm. you know? So here you are. You're making a pretty good living for yourself. You're in the back house or whatever, making things happen. Hollywood mm -hmm. opens up again, and then what? Um, I'm still, because when I lived in Atlanta, I got a, a, a love for other things so while I was in Atlanta I started like a t-shirt business you know yeah. making just random t-shirts and then I really focused on my own my own brand the faith made me do a brand that's what when people ask me I love Tina, that I love that name yeah Tina why did you why did you move faith made me do it why now faith is a substance of things hope for the evidence of things not seen I don't see where I'm going to be in the next, shoot, tomorrow, the next week, the next month. We but I know because we know. God said. We don't my know where our next gig coming from. Listen, at all. I, somebody asked me yesterday, I went to um, a screening yesterday, and they said, uh, what, what you working on next? I said, I, I hate that you. question. <laughs> I hate that question. Yes, yes. I was like. Well, tonight I, I'm going to make a lasagna. And, uh, <laughs> right. Right. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and make a t-shirt tonight. That's what I'm working I'll on. I'll make a t-shirt. Sometimes I'm like, I'm, you know, doing my, you know, laundry or whatever. It's like, oh my God, Hollywood is so glamorous. Oh my God. Folding my daughter's drawers. I mean. <laughs> yes. Because that's yes. what people think. You know what I'm saying? It's like, sometimes it's like, you got to sell them the dream. You got to sell them. It's like, but you know what? This is me. Listen, the real real is, is I don't nice. have anything coming up yet. I'm not really, yet. Yeah, not yet. yet. And that's the key word. Yeah, I'm literally trusting God day by day. Yeah. And I don't, I, that's what I do. I, I, I don't try to make anything up. I'm just like, mm -hmm. you know what? We'll find out, you know? Yeah, just absolutely. have a great experience. But I, he knows. Only he knows. Only he, Only knows. he knows. That's it. Yeah. Yes. That's it. So I'm laughing or whatever. You got faith made me do it, and mine is imagine that. Like my production card, see, faith made is me it? do it. I need to go. Other than Louisiana girl, I need to go head on because mine's like imagine that. Imagine oh, I that. Love like that's it. I say that phrase all the time. My husband and I both say it. Or whatever. So it's like imagine that productions incorporated. That's it. <laughs> oh, I love that because imagine that. Imagine that. It makes oh, no I love sense. It. Yeah, it does, but to me, it's like, who who knew, you yeah. know? Absolutely. So, okay. okay, so Tina, okay, so, whoo, give me, give me what the skinny is now. So we, we worked together last year. I don't remember it was November. It was, I don't remember when it was, but again, you and I met on set mm -hmm. during the Christmas movie and in a very short period of time, how about, a day like you mm -hmm. know you and patricia are doing your thing i actually thought you guys were related oh I wow thought you guys were related because your, your vibe or whatever your chemistry was so similar and that it was just calm it was it was pleasant nothing about it was um was for it was, it, it was just a very organic kind of relationship you ladies had yeah you know what i'm yeah. saying and and yeah. something that i personally you know very quickly take note of because mm -hmm. on set Things can easily get, um, you know, the energy, you know, what you're in, you know, and this past uh, job, my God, I, I never felt so much positive energy. Wow. Like it was very, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it just, it just felt like, you know, people weren't in the corn. We call it shoo-shooing girl. People are in the corn <laughs> shoo-shooing and have a conversation <laughs> and side-eyeing and talking about folks and stuff. It felt like grown-ass people want to yeah. do something big. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? That's mm -hmm. what it felt like. You know, it wasn't a competition per se. I mean, again, I was very secluded, but mm -hmm. it didn't feel, it felt like everybody was pushing, you know, and, yes. and trying to champion for one another. The same goal, yeah. The same goal, you know, mm -hmm. like I said, you know, make sure that when this thing comes out, we're all proud to see our names on it and not in the Absolutely. back like, oh, shit. Right. <laughs> 
And I kept my name off my IMDb because I do not want any association with this. Yes. Okay? Like, it yes. wasn't that. And so um, when we did that thing, like I said, I was kind of in and out, you know, so I got a little sense of what you ladies were all about. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. this time, my God. Mm -hmm. My yeah. God. I mean, it, you you two are just, um, just as real as real can get and personable mm -hmm. and supportive and black girl magic as I've ever, ever yeah. witnessed, you know, yeah. and, and you vibe so great. And that to me is what sustains you in this business, that when you make that connection that people are championing for you, they're mm -hmm. bringing you along for the ride, you know, and it's just, that's how we sustain, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It I takes those people to bring us along for the ride. Absolutely. And, and one thing, I'm sorry, one thing I will say, like, Patricia, like, our relationship is, like, that's my sister. Like, just like Trina is my sister, that is my sister. Patricia keeps me accountable when I am all around. She will send me to the corner, but she will also let me know, hey, Tina, not cool, not cool. And and the fact that we're we're, we're sisters, we're sisters in Christ. So, honestly, like, we, we have to step it up. And she... She, okay, Tina, we kiki with the best of them. We have fun. We, 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 we do all of that. But also, like Iron Sharpens Iron, I thank God for that relationship. I thank God for yeah, Patricia I'm is the triplet. triplet. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she's definitely the triplet. But yeah, that's but a think, healthy relationship. That's what yes. I was saying. I mean, we're humans and we may be offended in the beginning, but if we're really honest with ourselves and after we go back and just like, I dog, you right. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's love. That's really yes. not trying to tear you down or tear you apart, but mm -hmm. a lot of times they're trying to make you rise to the occasion. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, that's what it's about. It, that push pull, as long as it's coming from a positive nurturing place, yes. that, that right there, that's a blessing. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. So Tina, okay. So, um, Good Lord, it's after <laughs> You see what I'm saying? I was going to say, no, people like, girl, they still on here, though. They use that lunch break, okay? You got okay. everybody so engaged. But my, my hope, I want people to know, again, I wanted them to know your journey. Mm -hmm. I wanted them to know your faith walk because a lot of times, like I said, there is no rhyme or reason. And sometimes folks have a safety net. You didn't have no safety net. At all. <laughs> At all. So that's like, why you did some of the things you're telling me. I'm just like, what? Mm-hmm. And, and a lot a of people, net. they think and I'm crazy for anyway. doing it. Yeah. Because, because anyway. why not? And you see, that's, and you know what? That, that's another motto I had at one time. Or whatever, mm -hmm. when I thought, why not me? Yeah. Why not me? But even with, with your production company, imagine that. Imagine, imagine if God, if I said yes to God and I, I became a millionaire in two years. Imagine that. Imagine if I said yes to God and I I got booked on show month after month. After, imagine that. Imagine that. God can. And God made you do it. Yeah, and God and God made me do it. Faith made me God do, made it. You do it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tina, this is, I mean, oh, my God, you're such mm -hmm. a, an amazing, fascinating. I mean, it, it just, again, there's certain people you meet, and it just kind of, like, oozes through the screen, you know, and it oozed mm -hmm. on set or whatever. And, mm -hmm. you know, again, you guys are definitely a dynamic duo. Well, dynamic trio, I guess, now. Um <laughs> <laughs> And I just want to tell you how much you um, also poured into me that day because, you know, mm -hmm. like I said, I would talk to you, you know, mm -hmm. but it was more so we would have, you know, personal conversation, but very limited. Mm -hmm. um, you were there to make sure that I rose to the occasion. And mm -hmm. for that, I thank you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think you are very, very intuitive and can read a person's energy and, mm -hmm. and, um, Got to, I think, um, tune into who I was really quickly. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And no mm -hmm. one is like, mm, baby, me, baby girl, hold on. Let me go ahead and uh, make sure <laughs> that, you know, she's in the place that she needs to in order to pull this off. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I thank you for that. Um, 
we then had the conversation later on that you give so much that you may be depleting yourself. Mm-hmm. But you know, you're a grown ass woman, you know. Okay, I do, so I do. And I'm sorry, surprisingly know. enough, that, that has come up. It, it's ever since that conversation, even like with my siblings, my the triplets, <laughs> like they tell me all the time, you, you can't pour from an empty cup. So ever since our conversation, like it, it keep last night, I heard it. This morning, I heard it. So I'm like, okay, like I'm, I'm learning too. And even on my vision board, I'm learning self-care that I have to take care of Tina. If I don't take care of Tina, then I can't be a blessing or take care of anybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that is definitely something that, you know, came out of, out of our conversation. And um, I was just fascinated. Yeah. I honestly and truly was. I was fascinated and very inspired by, you know, what you shared with me that day. That's why I also before the interview was like, hey, are you okay? If I mention you're just like, girl, I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's what it is. You are, you want others to know your journey mm-hmm. in order to have, you know, to motivate, to motivate them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You're, you're giving of yourself and being vulnerable in order to try to encourage and motivate others. And Absolutely. that to itself is very, um, very commendable and admirable, you know, of you. But um, I don't want to let you go, but I guess I have to. <laughs> Okay, so if you're hearing this outro, you've reached the end of the podcast. Do you know how much I appreciate you for rocking with me today? No, seriously, do you know? Well, I do. Thank you. Stay tuned because we're dropping new episodes every two weeks. And if you're interested in being a guest on Faith Talks Podcast, please email us at info at faithtalkspodcast.org. That's F-A-I-T-H. T-A-L-K-S podcast.org. You can reach us on Instagram at official Faith Made Me Do It. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep walking, talking, working, and living in faith.